snippet of Black Rage by Lauren Hill. I am Stacy, And I am Adila. Welcome to our podcast, A Seat at Our Table, Present and Black. Today, we are going to do a deep breathing exercise. So if you are able to, go ahead and close your eyes and take a deep inhale in through your nose. And exhale through the mouth. Another deep inhale in through your nose. Exhale through the mouth. Big inhale in through your nose. And push out that negativity through the mouth. One more big inhale in through the nose. Exhale through the mouth. And with that, we say, I am peaceful. I am peaceful. All right. Let's get into this week's isms. Stace, what's yours? Um, Opening the fridge door in succession, knowing that nothing has changed. So you know how I did this a lot when I was a kid, but you open the door, you're looking for like, oh, I want a snack. You look in it. There's literally nothing you want. So you close it. I still do that. And I'll turn around and I don't know, I'll go do something and immediately come back, open the fridge and look in there as if I hadn't just looked and decided, <laughs> determined that there was nothing in there I wanted. Close the fridge and I'll do it. I'll just keep doing it until my brain says, okay, it's enough. There's nothing. <laughs> so, yeah, that's weird, but that's my ism this week. <laughs> So that perturbs you it's silly like because when I'm doing it I'm like I'm telling myself you literally just looked in here there's nothing changed nothing grew it's not a magic refrigerator where if you close it new things get replenished just huh. oh man voila. if only right right <laughs> that same applesauce is still there <laughs> not leave it didn't change anything else it's there just hanging out yeah the same fruit I don't want to eat at the moment still there (laughs) didn't change so yeah it's like because I you know how you're younger I don't know like your parents would yell at you to shut the refrigerator door yes that's what I keep thinking about like myself but I'm yelling at myself like shut the door you're wasting all this good energy you're letting all this good air out Mm mm-hmm that is funny because my husband does that and not only does he um not only does he do that but like I think one night he was um upstairs in our uh, what's that thing called linen closet and he was just holding the door open like looking inside and I was like, did you put some snacks in there? <laughs> what are you, what are you trying, what are you waiting for? <laughs> and he was like, I don't know. <laughs> like, he was just like staring in the door, in the closet. And I was like, ain't no, ain't shit in there but linen. Like, ain't, ain't nothing in the towels and uh, sheets for the bed. But I was, but he was looking in there like it was the refrigerator. <laughs> Or the pantry, he was just like, 
<laughs> he didn't need a towel. He did not need sheets. He was just like, like he was just looking at it, but you can see like the look of disappointment on his face. Yeah. As well. And I'm like, were you going to eat a face rag? Like what's happening right now? And he was like, I don't know. <laughs> that was the closest door available. <laughs> it cracked me up. <laughs> I, it made me think about when I, like you said, when you're younger and I'm like, close the damn door. Like ain't nothing in there. But yes, so that's funny. I don't think I, I, I think I'm the opposite. I won't like open the fridge knowing nothing's changed. I'll sit on the couch and I'll be like, ain't shit in there. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even going to get up and go look because I know it's empty and it's just going to piss me off. So at least you got the good sense to think about it. <laughs> well, what, what's jacked up is then I don't eat anything all day because I'll be like... And nothing in that fridge. I just drink some water and call it a day. <laughs> That's funny. All right. So my ism, I guess, in addition to like saving energy from opening and closing the refrigerator, mine is I hate with a passion that burns in my spirit for people to leave lights on. <laughs> I ate it and my mom thought it was so funny the other day because like I guess I was a kid who kept lights on whatever I mean I cannot be held responsible for what 10 year old Adila did she did not pay bills she did not understand how bills and utility worked Mm -hmm. 31 31 year old Adila does not like to pay a high electricity bill so all the lights get turned off if not being used and if there is daylight outside why do you need an inside light <laughs> so i we have a light in our hallway and we were all in the living room watching tv and i got up and i saw the light on in the hallway and i was like who, who going down the stairs who needs to see what is happening in here and my mom was like oh <laughs> Really? That's how you feel about, about these lights? And I was pissed. And I was just like, but you walk out of a room, turn the light off, right? Like, it to me, it's like, it's innate. And I, like, even when, and see, this bothers me too. When my, when my nephew would leave his room and go to his bathroom, I'm like, turn the light off in your room. I'm going back in there, but you're not in there now. So who's the light for? Who are you leaving the light on for? This is not Motel 6. Like, even if even if you're going back in five minutes, turn the light off. You don't need to have the light on in both places. You don't need to see all that. What you trying to see? I hate it. It bothers me. I try not to be a pain in the ass about it, but it literally makes my skin crawl to leave lights on in places that you're not in. My husband does not seem bothered by it. He'll walk out of a room. He's going to have a whole seat somewhere else and have the light on and I'm like are you going back in there eventually so we just gonna need the light on for a possibility that you might go like I don't understand it upsets me and I'm trying to be better about it especially before my kids start but what I love about my daughter is that when she comes down the hallway, she always reaches up. She cannot reach the light switch, but she always reaches up to try to turn it down, turn it off because she knows like it needs to be turned off. I, it might be a game to her because she's like flipping the switch, but I'm like, see, this is why she's my best friend. <laughs> That's so she gets cute. it. She get it. It's gonna be sounding like you in the house one day. Yeah, when you know my um my niece my one of my oldest nieces she just got a place of her own she's paying her own bills and everything and my sister went to her house because <laughs> she was showing it off and she was turning on all the lights in the house and leaving them open leaving them on and she's like auntie no and she's like oh oh you don't like this huh mm. <laughs> <laughs> how does it feel right look at how the tables have turned yes turning so I can't wait to what'd you say like turning everything on. Mm-hmm. she was she was just walking out walking through the apartment turning on the lights she was turning she was turning on the light oh, she didn't even turn over the light over the stove the little yep. that's something i want to do <laughs> <laughs> like, it's 
so petty shoes. <laughs> like they don't get it when they're kids. So when they get their own, you gotta pay it back to them. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I get that. I'm kind of sort of the opposite. So yes, whatever. Like I'll see a light on. I'll be like, man, that light is on. I should go turn it off. Nah, I'll get to it. Even in the daytime, like the lights will just be on and it'll be on until I get irritated with it. And I'll just be like, why is this light on? But it'll be on for hours before I decide that it bothers me. Yeah, in the room, I like your nephew, you have to see what room you're going to. So you have to leave the light on so you can see your way to the next room. And then you go in the bathroom, you come out. I would argue that you use more energy clicking it on and off as opposed to just leaving it on if within like a two sec, two two minute time frame. That's what I would argue. That's not true. I have no facts to back it up. (laughs) But yeah, I I like to leave a good light on. I do, except for the porch light when it's daytime. That's one thing that irritates me. But other than that in the house, it doesn't bother me. When you were talking, I had to look to the side slowly. I want some lights right now because wouldn't have surprised me if it did. I get called out like, why do you have so many lights on? Why not? Like, what is it to you? They're my lights. I bought all the bulbs. Never mind. I pay the bill. Right. So technically you can do what you want, but that doesn't that doesn't make it okay. And I'm like, conserve the energy take care of the planet so you can take care of us you know i get you like if i'm at somebody else's house i'm certainly turning off lights i'm certainly not opening refrigerators because that's out of respect but you know at home why not why not see what you're doing as you're thinking the lights illuminate your thoughts (laughs) as you're watching tv the light in the other room that you can't see it just needs to be on so it feels like homes like when I drive by people's houses and I see lights on in the house it just brings me like it puts a smile on my face because I'm like somebody's there people live there it might be a happy family with the lights on so but I understand where you're coming from and you're right that's just wasting money for no good reason in contrast the lights are probably on because everyone's dead because the person who wanted the lights off snapped (laughs) that too you know (laughs) and there was a murder suicide and there's no one left to turn the lights off but no you said a murder suicide okay (laughs) that makes that 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 grinds my gears that grinds my gears and uh and just when you tell someone to turn off the light and they're like You got some money on a light bill, bro? In your house, people get... Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, come on now. You know my peoples. Huh. Okay. Hey. Ah. You get mad at somebody to tell them their lights in their house. Leave. People feel inconvenient. Yeah, they feel inconvenienced. Like, I just got to keep turning on and off the light when I come around this corner. Yep. Hmm. interesting and I, i'm telling you i will i will use daylight and my mom you know my mother's getting older and i'd be i don't turn on the lights unless i can't see mm-hmm. she was trying to do my daughter's hair and i wasn't even paying attention to her but she was leaning so close into the back of my daughter's head because she could and so eventually she was just like can i get some light in here right <laughs> I was like, I can see just fine. You know, see, you be doing stuff like my mom be doing. She'll turn off a light while you in the room doing something like you're actively there. She'll just walk by, bloop, light off. And you're like, oh, do you not see me in here doing? Like- oh, I didn't even realize. But I think that's better. I don't care. I think that's what the real answer is. <laughs> I don't care you in my house and turn off my light. You can leave. <laughs> <laughs> not only can you leave but use the wall as your guide to get out right you can't see how to (laughs) oh that oh that burns me up leave the light 
I know it's, you got to pay for the energy, but when you're right in there doing something, just like today and keep on moving like nothing happens. <laughs> She's serious. I've done that to people before. But why would you do that? Help me understand. It wasn't all purpose. <laughs> You'd just be going through. <laughs> I don't believe it's not on purpose. I don't believe that. Because you see a person, a living, breathing organism is in there doing something. And it's not like, oh, I'm watching TV. I'm, I'm reading. I'm working. <laughs> I'm doing your taxes. Let me just turn out the light. What do you mean? See, that's. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. Rude. It ain't that funny because because you be turning the lights off on people when they can't see. I'm cutting this apple with this sharp knife in the kitchen. Oh, but you've turned the light out. Oh, that was my hand. <laughs> no big deal. At least oh, you saved a penny in your electricity cost. Because I, because you don't see the person. Sometimes for me, I I am sure it's similar for your mom because I'm sure she's not doing that. But you are used to whoever lives in your house, right? And so when you have extra people, we're well not extra, but you know other people there that aren't usually there. Sometimes you'll go around and you're like, oh, this night needs to be off. It's usually off. No one should be in here. And then, then it occurs to you, oh, there's someone in here, but then it's too late. You already turn the light off. It happens like that sometimes. I promise you, I have turned lights off on people. Like even my husband, he'd be like, hey, I'm like, oh, mm. my husband has been in the shower. And I, <laughs> and I will hear the shower on and I'll be like, oh, light switch. And he'd be like, um, I'm like, oh yeah, my bad. But like, it just, all you see is light on. It needs to be off flick. It's not a, it's not an intentional, I don't give a hot dog about what you're doing thing. It's just. Well, hopefully nobody slips in the bathroom when they get out the shower because they couldn't see the rug and it was just a wet floor. Bloop. And somebody will be guilty turning our lights for no good reason. And the police will be like, ma'am, did you intend for this to happen? Because nobody just turns off lights while people are in the shower. People do all the time, so that's not true. But I, I will. Um, I'll be. I'll be mindful. My gosh! My gosh! That's Whatever. so special. <laughs> what you don't? You just don't understand because you've not been here in this space where you gotta, you know, keep your life. Because it, it's hard out here for a parent. Let me just say that. I don't know. Maybe I'm just arrogant with the with the with the bill. Like, no, it ain't gonna be nine. It's fine. We'll I got a, cu- a couple of more watts. I got that. <laughs> Until it's not, and then I'll be mad, calling the company like, "Wait a minute, something ain't right." Well, you'd be like, "I don't even use this room," so that, I know that's a lie. <laughs> uh, I remember one time they sent me like a four hundred dollar bill. I was on the oh. phone so fast, like don't nobody use this much nobody ever in life that was another thing but yeah I don't know it could be I got a good mind to go turn on the light right now oh don't do that that's just I got a light on right now like in my um at my desk the the blind the blinds are open it's a beautiful day outside I got a lot of light on you still have the lights on it is I have on I have on no lights in my home and we have on we have the windows The, the, the 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 sun is our light thank you lord Amen. Hallelujah. Just a little more. A little extra. Uh, That that is a first world problem, let me tell you. It is. Don't you see me glowing a little more now? A little extra ambiance. (laughs) That's going to wrap up this week's isms because that's going to make me upset. (laughs) I always have this light on when we're doing this. But you just turn on a, another light. Like that was that light wasn't just on. It wasn't but I needed it. I remember that was it so helps unnecessary. <laughs> it's one of those light therapy lights. Light therapy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they marketed it as. And I paid for it. Oh my goodness. Oh, see, he didn't like that either. He's like, turn off that light. 
I'm wrong by saying no. All right, that wraps up this week's ism. Let's get into this week's ramblings. This week, we're going to be talking about reverse discrimination. Recently in the news, there was a case that came, um, or a story rather, based on a case where this white man was awarded $10 million in damages due to discriminate, alleged discrimination on the part of his former company, who I believe was like a hospital or healthcare agency or something to that nature. Um, he sued them in 2019. He won um, in 2021. Mm, pardon me, excuse me, sorry. So in reading some of the, um, the RT Clays, because the case files are not um, public yet, which I don't like that. I want to be able to read and see the evidence. They'll give you like snippets and then like, oh, you can pay for the rest. I ain't doing that. Um, But what I was able to get my hands on, it was pretty interesting. And it seems like allegedly Mm -hmm. that the company was a little sloppy in how they handled this situation. So the title is reverse discrimination. You've got to be more careful. But we're going to talk about that and a couple other cases that I found in my studies, and then we're going to go on and discuss our opinions about the matter, so on and so forth. So what I would like to do is read a, a little snippet from the um, the uh, the complaint, if you don't mind. No, not at all. Go ahead. Let me make it a little bigger because I can't see it. Hold on. Maybe you don't have on enough light. I, I was about to say, I'm about to get up and turn on another one. Cut it down. I need like a whole spotlight over here. <clears throat> so it says on November 8th, okay, on in 2019, plaintiff commenced this action alleging that he was wrongfully terminated by defendant on the basis of his race and sex. Remember, this is a white male in violation of Title IX of the Civil Rights Act. Was that title 12? I don't know, Roman numerals. Um, I didn't learn that in school. The Civil Rights Act of 1964 and the public policy set forth in North Carolina's Equal Employment Practices Act. He also alleges that he was wrongfully terminated to prevent him from obtaining severance benefits in violation of the Employee Retirement Income Security Act of 1974 and some other acts. Um, So that was pretty much the basis of his case. the jury heard it and he prevailed and was awarded a whopping $10 million, $10 million. So I was able to get my hands on the jury's verdict. And it was so funny because they literally by hand, like checked off some boxes and in the amount someone wrote, it was just funny the way it was, mm-hmm. $10 million dollars like they wrote it out as the um judgment and I'm just like what the heck got them to this point what that's why I want to see the evidence and see what the heck was so compelling that someone was like 10 million dollars so whatever he would have been doing severance definitely wasn't 10 million dollars and let's just say if he would have worked a couple more years at the company right not 10 million dollars so um that was fairly interesting what do you think about what is your opinion on that before I get into the other two cases my opinion is that this is whack and this is just another what this this is just another um episode or episode another example of white privilege and how it shows up um and it's disappointing. It's disappointing that they're able to do things like this and get away with it. And I think it's, I think it's absurd. I think it's frustrating. Frustrating. I think it's stupid. That's my opinion. Yeah. So me, on the other hand, I think if it was true, like this was an actual thing that happened, then yeah, he should have gotten something because that's wrong. And if you're going to be sloppy about it, then guess what? lesson learned it's a 10 million dollar lesson and i bet you i bet you money i bet you 10 million dollars they learned their lesson not to be sloppy allegedly allegedly I, I, 
yeah, I guess, whatever. I don't think that this happened the way that they, that his, what is that called? Recollection? No. That's all I got. Oh no, with the people who are on your time, who you, oh no, I'm losing words. The people who are on his side when they defend him in the, in the court system. What are they called? His attorney. Oh, there it is. His attorney. Yes. Jesus Christ. I don't think that that it happened the way that his attorneys are painting this picture. But because I'm, I'm sure this reminded me, I don't know if you remember um, that, that little white girl, forget her name who was trying to like sue the, the University of Texas at Austin because she said she didn't get in because of reverse um, racism. Yes. yes, because they had to hire or uh, let in so many um, black people due to, what is that thing called? A quota? No, it's called something else. Like it has a name. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's sad. Yeah, I don't because of that. And I was just like, no, girl, you didn't get in because you weren't good enough to get in. Right. Like, it don't have nothing to do with your color. And so I'm sure it was something like that where they felt like they deserved to be there and there was no space for them because, you know, he, because he didn't deserve to be there. And this was his, and then they probably replaced him with somebody of color and one of his homeboys at the at the hospital or at the hospital at the location was like, do you know they put somebody, some some nigger in your spot? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they said with the ER, you know, they had somebody to replace you and they're they're a per- person of color. And they were like, oh my God, they they fired me for discrimination. I'm sure our uh, diversity, I'm sure that's how that happened. I just I had I am I would like to bet my edges on that that could have happened they hired a a white woman and a black woman to fulfill that situation if they would have did it right they would have eliminated the position and then created two new positions and split it up that way but it don't sound like that's what they did again don't have the details but the jury was like has plaintiff proven his race caucasian and or his sex male was a motivating factor in Novent Health's decision to terminate him, they were like, yep. And then they were like, has the, the, the company proven that it would have made the same decision to terminate him regardless of his race and or sex? They were like, nope. Um, this is the little verdict form they filled out that made me chuckle. Um, and then they wrote the 10 million in words. $10 million with a 10 in parentheses, just in case somebody got it confused. Like we meant 10 the number 10 10 million i just i I think it's whack i think that i don't think it happened that way because i'm like i said i've seen i've seen it before where they like they do this wackadoodle sauce It's, it's a cold world we're living in there were two other cases um, similar to the one you were just talking about, about UT, mm-hmm. um, where this white woman, the courts ruled in favor of her in finding, I'm just going to read from verbatim what I wrote about this before, that the University's Michigan's use of racial preferences in its undergrad admission process violated the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment and the Civil Rights Act of 1964. So she sued and said that, you know, you guys, the way you use racial preferences in this process excluded her from being accepted into the University of Michigan. Now this was in 2003 when this verdict came down. So it was like a 6-3 verdict um, and they found in her favor, right? Based on, I'm not gonna go into the details. You all probably not interested in that. And then in another case, like right after that, um, somebody else, another white woman sued the University of Michigan 
for the same reason that she was denied admission as a result of discrimination. So this was a 5-4 split, but they ruled in favor of the University of Michigan in this particular case, saying that um, in the context of this individualized inquiry into the possible diversity conscious, blah, 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 the law school's race conscious admissions program does not unduly harm non-minority applicants. So in this case, they thought that the courts, the school's use of race served as a compelling governmental interest to you know, do what they do and she didn't get in, which was different from the previous case that they had just lost. Now, let me make sure this came after. So, and I, anyway, I say all that to say, like, this isn't new. They've been doing this for a minute and a half. And in my opinion, it's just setting precedents mm -hmm. down the road that's gonna make it a lot harder for frivolous things that come through. I'm not saying these cases are frivolous. This is the one with the health, the guy and the $10 million. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying for frivolous cases that come, they're going to be like, because that's what they do with the courts. They look at past mm -hmm. verdicts and they base things on precedent. So here we are with this nonsense. And I don't know what kind of defense attorneys they had for this particular one, but mm, I guess they didn't do their job real good. Or the, the, the plaintiffs, did a really great job. I don't yeah. know. But when I saw that, I was just like immediately like, are you kidding me? But then I was like, if, if, if it's real, like if that's what they did and they didn't do this the right way, that's their fault. And now they got to pay for it. I mean, yeah, that you yes. You cannot do that because you're not going to fire me and be like, oh, we got too many of y'all. <laughs> you got to go. And right. then I find out that you hired, um, a, a white person to do the job and it's just like oh that ain't right because we'd be in court immediately right so it just depends on what the facts of the case were All right that's why i'm like why was he fired was it because of like maybe maybe he wasn't doing his job maybe he didn't, maybe his ass was calling in every other week like there are that's because, huh okay oh my goodness there's more factors to be considered like you said that we don't know about but it's just it's frustrating because I, I think that the the reason he got away with this is because they want to set a precedent because there's so many quote-unquote diversity hires there are literal 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 like um business funding for businesses who hot who have like a diversity um hire and so I'm like it's it's or dive, who have um like need a diversity quota and so I'm like they're just trying to they're just trying to set a precedent to make it more make it more difficult for us to be to us to, us to survive here lord if I could talk and come up with words and stop stuttering yeah I can see that and earlier I said title nine of the civil rights act that's not title nine title seven of the civil rights act of 1964 my apologies but that's what they were trying to say that he was hot fired because of like not doing his work well and passing off like critical assignments to his subordinates, like do my job for me. Um, so he was allegedly fired for performance deficiencies, but they were saying that all of his, what do you call it? Like end of his reviews, his end of year reviews that that was never called out on them so their fault if you're gonna do something you better make sure your ducks are in a row true cheese yeah see and yep and i'm and it makes me just think about so many black people who have been in that same situation like i've been in that situation before and it's like if you if we had the resources for uh legal teams the way they do we all could have been walking around with some cash in our pockets. But it's like, right. if you're not doing your job and the person who replaces you happens to be a person of color or happens to be a, a person who of a different race, gender, and ethnicity from you, it's not always because it's, you know, racially motivated. Maybe that person's just better at, their, at that job than you were. Well, they should have documented it properly. Yeah, they should have. <laughs> so documentation means things. I be trying to tell my husband that all the time. Um, 
because I am a documentation fool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that's how they get you. And that's how she got them knowing like, mm-mm. Here are my last two form- performance reviews. They were glowing. <laughs> yep. Mm-mm-mm. That's a cold world. Um, so I'm also wondering who who communicated this like this like who on the inside was working with him on the outside mm-hmm. and if that person on the inside was I don't want to say destroying evidence but destroying evidence <laughs> or helping it be said I'm just saying could you because you know why people be they be white in yeah I do and I'm just like I, I find it very hard to, I just I I find it very hard to believe that this is the story that was painted. I feel like this is what this is what they wanted us to come away from, which is why the rest of the stories have the rest of the story hasn't been released, right? Because this is a tainted view of what happened. And so I'm just like, how much of this is true? How much of this is rooted in fact? How much of this was manipulated? You know, and so I'm just I just don't smell right. You know? Yeah. And maybe that's why they're not. And I don't know how this works. I know federal cases are available for people to to look at. Right. Um, um, I don't know. Is this a state case? I'm not sure what court this was in. Uh, the Western Court of something, something. I don't know how that works. But it's very, they have the complaint available. They have the jury's decision available. But the other documents, um, I think there was a motion to have it like sealed or something if I was reading that correctly um and they it was granted so like certain things it looks like Hmm. are conveniently sealed so that investigators such as myself pseudo investigators can't read it and see what happened like oh y'all was lying that performance review said he did horribly and he was like well that didn't mean for this year that was for a specific project that was only Mm -hmm. five percent of what I was doing you know but yeah I have no idea. But that's where that documentation comes in handy. Yeah, you gotta you gotta write stuff down. Mm, I guess well, I guess eventually it'll come out. Eventually. While he's in Tahiti somewhere with his newly built um mansion and his family chilling, like, oh, they found out I was lying, whatever. I'm over here now. I mean, we can, we can, we can get that up off you though, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. But I'm just saying that picture they have of him, um, they, and it's something funny because if you if you remember the picture of him, I could take a headshot mm-hmm. in the story. Like, use this one to show that I'm just this polished white. Oh, exam- yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. it was like on the side with a little <laughs> profile what is it called when they do that um oh I, all these damn law and order shows i'll be watching and i can't think of none of the words um when they be trying to paint a picture for the jury so that he mm-hmm. looks a particular way like yeah. if somebody's being a- accused of like molestation and low They'll dress them down and they won't have them wear any makeup. Yep. Well, he used his school photos in that one for sure. It was his graduation photo. (laughs) That was funny to me. But yeah, so um, do you agree or disagree that reverse discrimination is is a real thing? Excuse me. I mean... this is gonna sound really fucked up but i'm gonna say it anyway i feel like reverse discrimination is like reverse racism people in position people of color are not necessarily in a majority sense of power so we cannot 
I don't feel like we can do that. Okay. I know that sound that might sound really ignorant to some people, but I'm just like we don't get the upper hand in the up in the the you know the um the start and the assistance that our white counterparts do. Mm-hmm. So I I can't sit here and say, oh yeah, you know, white people are discriminated against everything is for white people so if there are specific avenues that are just now being carved out for people of color I don't I I don't feel bad for you Mm -hmm. because you have everything else understood yeah I agree with you from the racism point of point of view um and there will be like black scholars who will debate you down that Black people can be racist, but you know, that's their own opinion mm-hmm. and I respect that. Um, and if you've noticed in the past couple of years, the definition has been adjusted in the dictionary. I don't know if you took note of to that. Say what? Um, it wasn't what it used to be. I remember when like COVID had hit and all of these like things hit the fan I was like, well, let me go. Cause I'm, I knew what it meant before. Then I went and looked it up again. I was like, mm, that's convenient. You say something. So now it's very inclusive, like everything else. It's inclusive. Um, <laughs> and so I agree with you from the racism point of view, but from a discrimination point of view, I think discrimination is discrimination. Um, reverse or otherwise, like it's discrimination. And if this, if in this case, things are true as how they're painting this picture. If that's the case, then that's discrimination. In my opinion, again, it's, I still say allegedly, even though they found in his favor, <laughs> you won't show me the documents I want to see. And I didn't see like the deliberation and I don't remember the makeup of the jury either. Mm-hmm. So if he was, if the facts are the facts and this is real, then yeah, I, I agree that I would say, yeah, that's discrimination and you can't do that. Right. You have to be more careful. Like if you were doing something shady and nefarious, then you should have known to cover your tracks, make it airtight. Like that's 101. Like you learn that in your first class. Right. Like you can't be an HRVP or whatever and you making these mistakes. So they might need to go at HR and be like, who? Who dropped the ball on this right. one? <laughs> um, but I'm sure they'd have a, a scapegoat for that. Probably look like me or you or mm. husband or, you know, your nephew. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Um, so with everything Black folk have had to deal with and continue to deal with, should courts even be entertaining discrimination lawsuits brought on by white folk? I think that it shouldn't entertain them. I'm like, I understand that, you know, discrimination, like you said, is wrong, but so is all the shit they be doing. Like, I just, I'm trying not to look at it from this lens. I really am trying to like, but I'm like, we get rejected from jobs because they think our name is too black. All the, like, I just, I can't, I can't find it in my heart to be like, oh, that's so unfortunate for this white man who has everything (laughs) that he was replaced by people who were more competent than him. We don't know that. Pretend we don't know that. I mean, yes, you're right. Cause we don't know, but I'm like, probably but still <laughs> what you want me to like what you what you want me to do I... so i say if you're gonna deal with it deal with it like just deal with it and there shouldn't be any bias but we know what this country was founded on and we know the type of people who are in the powers in the positions of quote unquote powers of this world Mm -hmm. and 
things the way they should be done and how they are done are just two different things from two different worlds. Um, that being said, I think they should definitely entertain discrimination lawsuits if it's real. Um, and I guess you don't get into the if it's real until you get to the actual case and everybody's presenting their point of view. But if you present some evidence as weak, meh, meh, you can, you can keep it. I really don't want to see it. But um, trying not to be biased and like them, yeah entertain it if it's and award them accordingly if it comes out to be true my opinion next question should companies still have to enforce diversity hires in 2021 you're on mute if you're trying to be heard yes I, I I think they should because otherwise places of employment will look like most television shows. Yeah. There will not be any of us there. And like, with, without diversity hires, there's probably a lot of people who would not be employed, which is, which is sad because there are highly intelligent and skilled individuals who would probably be out of work because we weren't born with complexion protection. Right, absolutely. So I, I absolutely think that, that we still need diversity hires. I agree with you. Um, and in the, in the case where you can't see the person before you hire, um, I think all names should be stripped from resumes, cover letters, employment applications, um, until the decision is made. If you're gonna make a decision on based on credentials and you're not, before you get to the interview process, I mean, like just look at the credentials and then make your decision that way. Um, now, if you have a quota to meet and I've learned about what, seven years ago that Indians, we share something very similar our freaking names um one of my colleagues i was like what's your mom's name he was like aisha i looked at him i'm like your mother's name is not aisha stop he was like it's aisha what do you mean i'm like her name is not aisha so stop playing with what is her real name i did not believe him at all indian hmm. and her name's aisha spelled kind of like we would spell it you know right Aisha and I was like get the freak out of town and that's when I start realizing and this was just seven years ago like this is recent recent when I start realizing like well I'll be dang <laughs> they have names just like us and yet okay. they get hired hand over fist um if, if that makes any sense so strip it all and if you have a diversity hire then you make that decision when you make that decision um but if you want to make it fair in that, in that sense, because nowadays you, a name isn't always going to tell you the ethnicity of a person. Sometimes you can, you'll know, you'll absolutely know. Mm-hmm. And even a, a voice on the, on the phone, I used to be able to pick out black people all the time. Uh, oh, you black. They black. I met this white girl. I was like, what the? Why does your voice yeah. sound like that? Because she, she that's who she grew up around her husband's black and I guess it just like osmosis I don't know but um she sounds like one of us yeah osmosis or something like morphing I don't know so yeah I agree with you there definitely keep it fair but you know where we live 2021 it's on it's around the world that we still fighting for justice and quote-unquote equality or equity rather um And it's just going to be a fight. But yeah, that's it. That wraps up. I'm tired of fighting. For me, do you have anything else to add? No, I was just saying, I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of like, I'm tired of things like this being the norm. And then it just, it also just really upsets me because I think about, I think I talked about it on the show before when I was working at the hospital 
and they were doing construction and there was mold and there was some like, um, there was mold and then there was some like odor leaking through the vents that was making everybody sick and getting us all sent home. And I was pregnant at the time. And I remember like passing out like twice mm-hmm. at work. And then there are people who were like getting so sick that they had to take like weeks off of work because they have like ongoing headaches. And like really they should have shut the building down and did the construction, but they didn't want to, you know, spend the money. And um, I ended up having to go to workers' comp because like my blood pressure kept dropping and everything. And the doctor was like, we don't want you to be, you know, have in these working conditions and pregnant. We don't want you to, to miscarry. And they end up having to like make accommodations for me. And then they started trying to like write me up and trying to like said that they had an issue with my with my work. And I was like, since when? Mm-hmm. Since when has it like since when has it been a problem? You know, anything that I've done, like it ugh. but it, all of the people who were over me were white people. Yeah. And I don't remember them treating any of the of the white people who got sick that way because but the white people who got sick they would go home be sick and then come back to work they weren't complaining quote unquote they were just you know they were okay risking their lives and I was just like if I was a if I was a white woman and this was the white baby I was carrying y'all would value our lives so much more than you do me being a brown woman and having a brown baby or a black woman and having a black baby and so I'm like I just, when I hear things like this with, with a white man who in who society has put on this pedestal as being quote unquote better than having lost his job because he was probably probably doing some shit he had no business. I'm like, I can give two fat rats if they did fire you for discrimination. Like y'all do it to us all the time. So I, right. I, like, I just, I have, I, I personally, have a hard time caring not that that makes it right but that just that I'm just like I've been in that position I know people who have been in positions like that and I've seen how black people and brown people have literally had to scrape and take scraps or little to nothing to survive and you're like oh when I I was calling in too much so they fired me Mm. Mm -hmm. I just I have zero fucks about like it just at your feet <laughs> like it just it, it I probably sound like a bitter black person but it's just it's just it's disheartening yeah I understand this is depressing I always feel like when we have these like racial racially feud, fueled conversations it just make makes me leave with this like yeah I taste in my mouth it's just, people are garbage but that's it for me that's all I got okay all right that wraps up this week's ramblings thank you for that intellectually stimulating fueled conversation Stacy um any announcements this week nah all right survival skills one zero one Mine is stop climbing through the window when God has already shut the door. That's a slow clap right there. (laughs) And then we'll do the black yes. Yes. (laughs) And mine is let's learn to love ourselves, love each other. Mm -hmm. And with that, govern yourselves accordingly. Thank you for listening to A Seat at Our Table, present and black. Peace.